Welcome to this podcast from This Online at Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Our speaker is Paul Abel. Hi everybody and welcome to this evening. We're going to have a wonderful evening with This Online 2020. It's great to have you here. I can see lots of people coming in via some of the comments that are coming. Please keep the comments coming. It's absolutely great to have them. We like to put some of them up on the screen and uh, just see what is happening. I mean, I'm agreeing here with Donna for this evening. Oh, come on, Lord. Yes. And do you know what? I reckon the Lord is saying to us, oh, come on, church. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people uh, already uh, watching. Hello, Wendy. Good evening from Chester. Wendy and Peter, welcome to you. It's great to have you with us tonight. Thank you for coming along. And a little bit more locally, Adrian and Denise, how are you doing? It's good to have you in on the broadcast tonight. It's good to have everybody here. I'm not quite sure who Wonder Woman is, Amanda Lawson. Uh, there's a lot of women in this church that could answer the that description, but good evening to you as well. Anyway, we better get this evening kicked off. So let's start now. Hello, it's good to be back again. Now, um, this morning, I don't know how many of you were listening this morning, um, already that video has actually uh, been one of our fastest watched videos in the shortest space of time. So a lot of people have been watching, but I'm guessing that there are some people coming on this evening and you're joining us in this evening. So an especially warm welcome to you. It's great to have you at this online. We are going to have a fantastic evening this evening. Now, if you've missed some of the uh, information coming about uh, out for this evening one of the things we're going to be doing this evening that i believe uh, is is coming straight from god is that we are going to anoint one another with oil in our households it's one of the significant things that god is doing during this pandemic is that he is bringing i i just feel he's bringing faith back into households he's bringing faith back into the homes he's releasing power and authority in our homes so that we can be the effective people that make jesus known in our homes, in our neighborhood. You know, this this lockdown is not a lockdown to cause the church to shut down. It's a lockdown that is going to cause the church to just open up amazingly. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, I was reading from Psalm 48 this morning towards the end of it, because the end of it, of course, is uh, the verse that is for this. In fact, let's just read the verse that is the one for this conference. Um, it is from Psalm 48, verse 13 and 14. And basically it says, it's just from those verses, tell the next generation, this is God, our God forever and ever. And this, what God is doing is equipping us to be those people that tell the next generation, not just the next generation of our children and children's children, though we must do that for certain, but also the next generation of people that are going to become Christians, the next generation of people that are going to come into this freedom. Yes, amen, Donna, and amen to the other Donna that was just before you. But let's go back to the beginning, because tonight we're not just going to have a, a bit of worship here on Light to North or here in but this online. This is a chance for God encounter in our homes. This is a time when the presence of God is going to come into our homes and fill us and fill our families and, and just seep into the neighborhood, I believe. 
It's going to be an important night. Welcome, Brian and Kath. I saw you coming up in the comments. Great to have you with us. Uh, great to have you with us. Um, Psalm 48 starts like this. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. So sort of just get in that frame of mind. Okay, we're coming before greatness. We're coming before the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. In the city of our God, his holy mountain. It's that the holy mountain is that place of safety. The holy mountain is that place of where the people of God gather, because that's what a city is, is where the people of God gather together. And so I know this is talking of a spiritual city. It's talking of Mount Zion. But the holy mountain is also that place where we are safe from the enemy. So we are gathering. We might be in our homes, but we are in a place that is safe and we are going to encounter God. Beautiful in its loftiness. Beauty being released in your front lounge or bedroom or kitchen or wherever you are right now. Like the heights of Zafon is Mount Zion, which means this wonderful, high, powerful sight. In the city of the great king, God is in her citadels. He has shown herself to be her fortress. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe is one of the fundamental core verses that God gave us uh, as a church back when we were coming in. So we certainly claim that we tonight are in the fortress of our God and anything that doesn't belong in that fortress, we just say it's it's removed if you like in the name of jesus it said when the kings joined forces okay this is the the leaders of the enemy okay this is the leaders of the enemy forces when they advanced together they saw her that is the fortress that is the church and were astounded and fled in terror so the enemies that come against us the enemy of COVID-19 and coronavirus, spiritual enemies, enemies of other sickness, enemies of, of, of not having a job right now because of what's going on, enemies of, of needing God's provision right now because we, we're in poverty, if you like. We, we stand against those and we say this is the place of safety and refuge. This is the place of salvation. Amen. Everyone in agreement with that? With me? Yes. Thank you. I can see agreements coming in. It's good to have you all here. Um, what we're going to do now is just get into that place of worship. We're going to go over to Alex's house uh, and join him. Um, just before we do, I'd like to do a, a kind of a YouTube reminder right here uh, and just say, can you um, don't forget if you're if you like the video, please like it here on YouTube. That's a really helpful thing to do. And if uh, if you like the kind of stuff that's coming out from us, like this conference and the other videos that are here online, then please subscribe as well, because it all helps get this out. And if you want notifications when things like live things like this come out, you also need to click that bell. Anyway, that's the YouTube stuff. Let's get focused on the Lord. Father, thank you that you are great and most worthy of praise. The city of our God, the holy mountain, beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth and when the kings join forces and advance against us they will be astounded and flee in terror and the name of jesus is lifted up let's go over to alex and let's worship in our households in our homes with our families or whether we're on our own we're worshiping god together around the world right now god bless you everybody
Hey everybody, it's great to be with you all for our This Worship Encounter. We're going to start with some Kingdom Faith tracks and then we're going to have some more acoustic worship later on. But let's fix our eyes now on Jesus, the King of Kings, because he's worthy of all our praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're just going to go over and connect up with uh, Pastor Brian Ward over in his house. So, uh, hello, Brian. Nice to see Hi, you. Paul. Good to have you with us this evening. Nice uh, to see you. Uh, it's good to have you here. So, Brian, how's, uh, how's the lockdown going for you right now? Um, it's been an amazing time, actually, for me personally. Um, I'll just take an opportunity, really, to, to dig into the things of God, uh, to seek Him, uh, as well as uh, to help out within the community as well. So it's, it's just been a, um, something that God's been doing in me, so it's such a deeper work, you know, of His love, um, of what He's doing, what I see Him doing um, within our local community as well as in the nations, really. Mm. Yeah, I, you've been uh, working locally at uh, the Rainbow Center. Tell us a little bit about that, because that's just interesting of, I don't know, the church getting involved in the local community. Yeah, I mean, the Rainbow Center, for those that don't know about it, it's uh, it's an organization, a voluntary organization, Christian. And um, what they do is they help those who are vulnerable uh, with food parcels. But more than that, uh, debt advice, um people who are homeless, so there's a lot goes on within the Rainbow Centre, but at the moment uh, they're concentrating on both debt advice and also in issuing food parcels to those who are vulnerable or who need the food. Mm, right, yeah. What What do you uh, do personally there? Um, I've been, uh, I do quite a lot actually. Uh, I found out, uh, or they found out within me new cooking talent, so I've been cooking food for their <laughs> team. Right. So feed, feeding the team, uh, packing bags, uh, delivering bags to those that need them, um, helping out on the reception and taking the calls from those who are asking for food parcels. Brian Ward, um, the so, receptionist, yeah. eh? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing something that's, that's really good. Uh, uh, and, you know, how do people respond when you're helping them? You find that, it, you know, it is a real help in their lives in these times? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the calls that we get and when we're out delivering them, you know, the people are really grateful for what we're doing. Um, some that are some who are clients of the Rainbow Centre from for a while, but others who are, are just coming because they need it because of lack of jobs or lack of finance that's coming into their house. So, yeah, they're very grateful. And um, we're also grateful to those who are supplying the food to us to hand out. So a lot of the um, supermarkets as well as personal donations are coming in. Actually, I should probably say I haven't really uh, done much of an introduction for you. This is Brian Ward, a little bit late coming in here. Uh, Brian Ward is uh, Associate Senior Leader here in Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. It's great to – we've worked together quite a few years now, haven't we, Brian? Uh, yes, 12? 
you you came up long years. after. Yeah, twelve years. Yeah, wow, we're still we're still speaking to one another. Praise God. <laughs> we're still we're still good friends, which is uh, God's testimony. Actually, it's good. Amen. Um, so th- just before uh, we, have, we we've only got a couple of minutes or so, but just tell me uh, what do you think? What's on your heart that uh, God is saying to His people right now during this uh, time of this pandemic? Yeah, I think it's um, sort of like from where we've been, certainly as a church, Kingdom Faith Yorkshire, um, and certainly what you see across the nations is this. This has been a time for us really of where we come out of that. Uh, I mean, we were doing that forty-day fa- uh, fast and just focusing on God uh, mm. together. Uh, and then we had um, Passover and then Pentecost coming up, you know, these 40 days. And all, it, all within all this, we've had this COVID-19 that's been shaking the, um, really shaking the world, if you like, um, of the things people put their faith in, uh, the things within the world. And um, But one thing that is, hasn't been shaken, that's the kingdom of God. And uh, although church doors are shut, the church hasn't shut down. And um, I just believe this is a time of pressing into God. It's a time of um, devoting ourselves, of being able to seek God, of what he's saying, and what he's doing at this time. Um, the release of the Holy Spirit, you know, the, the, the fire of the Holy Spirit is it's not about a, a visitation. It's about an impartation. It's something that's going to change us. When we encounter God, it's about changing us. And uh, as we encounter him, uh, as we get to know him deeper, his love deeper, and then as he imparts this fire within us it's like the fires are around uh, around our town because we're in our own homes it's like all these these fires are, are lit everywhere and so it's going to be more effective like that than it is um just when we're in our central building if you like oh man i mean as i was saying this morning uh i i think particularly this weekend but it's obviously an ongoing thing uh, people are talking about refresh and reset aren't they and that's very much what you're saying here i mean that refresh and that reset that doesn't mean we got to suddenly sit down and make lots of plans and 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 and, and things like that it, this this refresh this reset is about that just what you were talking about then the uh intimacy the encounter with god that's where it's got to come from that's where it's got to come from in his church because you know we've done extensive long programs we've done uh lots and lots of planning with no god hearing coming i'm not saying don't do planning i'm saying what we need is that that word from god because things yeah. are going to be different now don't you think yeah. definitely yeah things are changing dramatically as far as the church is concerned um yeah i know you mentioned uh, within the online podcast that you're doing with the readings we're getting Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned about um, being aware of the, you, you know, of who we're listening to at this time, because there's so many voices out there. Mm. And it's uh, Proverbs three. It says, you know, do not lean on our own understanding, but in all, all our ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct our paths. So it's being aware, listening to God. You know, taking this time out to listen to God. Uh, be intentional about that. You know, because He wants to show us and uh, show us and speak to us of what He's doing at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for the free plug for the daily uh, the daily videos. At the moment, I'm doing a series called What Lockdown? And uh, I think what Brian's referring to is one of the things that's been coming out of that is how we really test what we're getting from God. Because the most dangerous thing in a, in a lockdown situation 
is that we can think we're hearing God and we just get on and do something. And that's never how God has designed it to be. Uh, and the things I've been outlining in that, just just to say, uh, you've got to know that this is true according to the word of God and you need that word from God. You need the affirmation of the Holy Spirit. But importantly, God places us in a body, even in the midst of lockdown. Lockdown. That's why he gives us leaders. That's why he gives us friends. We've been looking at Paul and his companions so that we can really test that call of the Holy Spirit. Well, mm. thank you, Brian. It's been great to Bless have you. you here. Thanks for popping in. And um, uh, we'll you. be in touch. Are you? Uh, I hope you're carrying on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring a word now. So I hope you are carrying on. So I'm gonna Bless bring you. a word right now, and then we're gonna go into this prayer with anointing after that, because that's gonna lead us into what we're praying, how we're praying, and what God is doing. So thank you very much, Brian. God bless you. Bless See you. you God bless Paul. Bye. Bless you all. Hallelujah. Well, here I am back in the summit behind me purple summit now i see oh praise god um so i want to talk just for uh, a while i don't actually know how long to be honest but uh so sit back make yourself comfortable it's quite nice isn't it you get to listen to the preacher sitting on the sofa or you know sitting in your favorite chair or maybe some of you have even done a sneaky go and lie down on my bed now yeah yeah i know how it goes on but you do want to have some uh, oil handy for later on um, it, it can just be ordinary olive oil or any olive, any oil you've got going, really. Um, but uh, and if you haven't got oil, then have some water. It, it, the oil doesn't do anything. It, it's a focus for our faith as we as we see what God has uh, to release on us. So let's uh, right. Let's just get into this. So. Church reset, church refresh. Tonight I'm talking about refresh, and in the morning we'll talk about reset. And the, the word refresh is a really helpful and useful word to use here um, because it's a very biblical word to use. Um, in in the Bible, you've got that um, you've got the concept really of that God is just. Um, when he talks of a new thing, he doesn't mean he's replacing everything that's gone before. He is bringing in new, but it's, it is a refresh. Even when he talks of a new heavens and a new earth, the, the word there that, that is in, that, in the Greek is a word that, that means new from what has already happened. When he talks about making us a new creation, it's the same thing. It's still, um, it's still the the strength and the power of God bringing something new from the old. It's not just wipe out the earth and the, and the heavens. It's a new heavens. It's, a, it's, it's renewed. It's a new heart. But it's, it's definitely something that is more splendid. It's definitely something that is different. It is definitely something that is different in a, in a better way. And when we talk of reset and refresh, this is exactly what God is doing right now he is making us these he is doing in this time he is renewing the church he is he is refreshing the church he is doing a new thing in us we don't want to be the same church coming out the other side do we we don't want the church to look the same the church is going to come out stronger the church is going to come out healthier the church is going to come out with a a new fresh ability to be useful in the local community because there's going to be a fresh understanding on us that we are here for our local neighborhood. 
If you think about God the Father, God the Father is a sending God. He he sent uh, the Son into the world, Jesus. He sent him to engage with the world. In fact, to bring the ultimate reconciliation through through the through the cross. But he didn't actually stop with just sending Jesus. He then sent the Holy Spirit. So God himself is a sending God and he is someone who is sent. And the Holy Spirit came to fill the church, engage with the church and to enable the church to move out in the power of God and engage with our neighborhood, engage with our society. But the thing is, what's really important is what I was just referring to in that conversation with Brian. Because this engagement has got to come out of our engagement with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because it's the church sometimes divides itself into the into the, the camp over here who want to meet with God and have an amazing time with God and, and, and experiences of God. And then you've got another group over here that... Uh, want to do good works in society and change society and see justice done and what we need is these groups to be together it's it's one church one people and we need to do the, the we need to do the encounter with god because we've got a heart and a passion for what's going on in the world and when we're in the world over here encountering and taking the light into the world it's coming from that place here we're we're, we're, we're taking the light into the world a light only lights up the room it's in. And if we hide in a church building, we're not lighting up our community. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Well, you've got to be the world. You've got to be in the world to be a light. Anyway, Revelation 4, verse 1. Uh, this comes from uh, some of the reading that I was doing this morning. But I want to just tap into this because this is what I'm talking about. All this is what the anointing that God is going to release tonight, that we're going to use the oil to claim for. Suddenly, I saw, this is Revelation 4, verse 1. Suddenly, I saw a heavenly portal open before me. This is from the Passion Translation. And the same trumpet voice I heard speaking with me at the beginning broke the silence. Ascend into this realm. I want to reveal to you. Well, sorry, I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. Amen. I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. And this is exactly how the Holy Spirit is encountering us tonight. We need that revelation from God. We need that hearing from God to know what we are doing after this. But not what we're doing is a, a just as Kingdom Faith Yorkshire, but what we are doing personally and in our households, because that's the way the church is going to grow on from this. We're going to have gatherings. Absolutely, definitely, they're, they're really important. Our building is a is a mission state a mission station in this town. It's an outreach center. It's a community building. That's that's what it's there for. That's why God has given it. But it's what we do personally in our homes that's going to make the difference. Not looking to what are they doing. It's what am I doing? What are we doing? So, um, I want to reveal to you must happen after this the anointing is exactly for this notice how it says there i heard speaking with me this voice that i'd heard earlier and it broke the silence and one of the things that the anointing is doing tonight as we pray for one another or pray over ourselves because the household that you're in 
is the household that you're in, whether you're one person, two people, or you happen to be in a, a household of 10 people at this time. But the important thing is that you in that household are going to release over one another and over yourself. And it's going to break the silence. What silence is it going to break? It's going to break the silence of you hearing God's voice. You say, well, I, I do. Some of you will immediately say, well, I do, do hear God's voice. I, I, I hear. But others of you are saying, yeah, I'd like to hear God better. Or no, I don't know if I've ever really heard God. Listen, if you place your faith in what God says tonight and what God is doing, he, he clearly says in Scripture, my sheep hear my voice. OK, so to, we're going to break any unbelief and we're going to release anointing to break the silence of hearing God. And how is that going to be broken? Because as we've done in the worship, we are going to ascend into this realm. Come up here, it says in the NIV. Behold a doorway. Come up here. So we're going to enter through that open door. That's one thing that we're going to do in the praying for the anointing. We're going to enter through that heavenly portal. Let the silence be broken. So we're going to go through the door and the silence is going to be broken, the silence of not hearing God. Now, as, as um, Brian brought up earlier, that means listening to the Holy Spirit. It means referring to the word and it means testing and, and affirming the word with the body of Christ. If you haven't been listening to uh, What Lockdown, the daily series, well, four days a week that happens here on Light to North, um, get plugged in. Um, it's usually around 10 minutes or so. It varies from about seven to about 14, but around 10. Uh, just a, just something that I, that I believe God wants me to share each day as we go through. But let the silence be broken. Because the next part is that we've got to hear and experience God afresh. Yeah, we've got to, it, 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 uh, our lives become dry and it's difficult to reach out to people if uh, we're not experiencing Jesus. And we won't be experiencing Jesus if we're not taking time in the word and, and with the spirit to, to encounter him. That's why times like this are so important, because they, they become something that helps us focus and, and get in there with God. Because if we don't feed on the word, we just get hungry and weak. The next part of it, ascend into this realm or come up here. We need, and, and this is an important thing, you see, to be happening within our households. Um, sometimes uh, people in the church can rely on the Sunday gathering for it to be a time that kind of refreshes them for the next week. And what God is doing right now in lockdown is he's taken us away from that, where we have to encounter God in our homes. But don't replace you know, live stream church on a Sunday with going to church on a Sunday. OK, you're in your home, but now that has got to extend to each day of the week. And we'll be talking a, a little bit more about something we want to do this week because Pentecost is next weekend that we can all do together. But in our own homes throughout this week, I'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow. But we need this come up here experience. Uh, and then the key thing is that at that point, God says, and I will show you what must happen next. OK, so those are the those are the key things in there. Now, before we get into prayer, I have another thing that I just want to tell you about the oil. Um, 
some of you will have heard me talk about this before, but I want to talk about one of the ingredients of the anointing oil that was prepared in Exodus 30, because that really represents um, the oil. Although the oil for us is spiritual in terms of God anointing us, uh, what is in that oil back in Exodus tells us of what it is that God imparts when we pray with anointing oil, which is what we're going to do very shortly. So first of all, the second ingredient that's listed, and there's other ingredients and they're all important, but the second ingredient, we don't have time for them all, but the second ingredient that's listed there in Exodus is cinnamon. Kinnaman. Or, yeah, kinnaman in, in, in Hebrew. And the, 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 the cinnamon is a, is a fragrance. If you, if you smell cinnamon, don't sniff it. If you, it's powder, you might get it up your nose. Don't do that, whatever you do. But uh, it's got that real sort of spicy fragrance, isn't it? And, and the fragrance, it, it's not something sweet or cloying. It's penetrating. And this is the fragrance that the church should be to reach out into the world. You see, the church is supposed to be a beautiful fragrance. And if you get a beautiful fragrance in a room or a building or anywhere, it, it just makes the place better, doesn't it? Um, good, good, good fragrances, good smells just make us feel better, just as a, a bad smell can make us feel even ill. But a, the good smell of the church is supposed to permeate through the world. The good smell of the local church is supposed to make the town smell better. And you can often see when the, when the church is going off, off its track of what it's supposed to be, when the, when the church is not being a good fragrance in that area, or the church can even become a bad fragrance in the area because of arrogance or pushing to get their own way or, you know, it, it, we're supposed to be the Scarborough. If we take Scarborough where I'm sitting right now, Scarborough is supposed to be more wonderful, more lively, more lovely, more joyful, more colorful, more fragrant because the church is in this town. So the cinnamon really represents this beautiful fragrance. I mean, there's other things. I can see a couple of things coming up. Helen says that it repels bugs. Well, may the fragrance of God, it certainly repels bugs, doesn't it? In terms of bugs in the spirit are the evil spirits, the demons. It repels them as well. But in addition to that, this freedom, this, this smell, this fragrance, the cinnamon represents... Um, bringing freedom from bondage because it says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing oil. This is Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. I'll say it again. The yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. And cinnamon is the yoke destroyer. It's a spice of life. And it, it, how is the yoke destroyed? Well, it's a yoke of despair. It's a yoke of cowardice. It's a yoke of just life falling apart and cinnamon is about enthusiasm cinnamon is about having courage lion-heartedness bravery excitement high spirits uh, don't you want a church like that don't you want a church that's just full of all this wonderful stuff full of cinnamon and, and the anointing oil was also you you put the anointing oil and we're going to do this is what we're doing tonight uh, to set apart those people it's literally to be holy it doesn't mean set apart from the world so you have nothing to do it it means set apart to god set apart for god's purposes 
because we are priests and intercessors for the world, not sometimes as becomes judges of the world, but priests and intercessors for the world. And there's one final thing in this anointing that I will uh, tell you about. Um, yeah, yeah, we've got time for this. Let, let's do it. Because do you remember... If you know Bibles, if you don't, don't worry about it. But you'll know, you'll have heard, I should think everybody listening has probably heard of David in the Bible, the guy that's, that, that killed Goliath. That's the bit that everybody uh, knows about Goliath. Yes, Jem, we would smell nice. That's the whole point. Come on. Hallelujah. Uh, the Lord's, so David, before he killed uh, Goliath, was anointed to kill Goliath. And we're going to destroy giants in this land. There's things that are happening that it looks like it's like beyond impossible that we could see change in these things. Well, that's not true. The giants are going to be destroyed because that's part of what's happening in the anointing. It's all these things wrapped up in this simple praying for one another and releasing the anointing. <coughs> then the Lord said, and this is, when Samuel, the prophet, goes and finds David's family. And if you remember this part of the story, David is, hasn't even been called into the house because uh, uh, David's father, as Jesse, has just gathered together his brothers because they're big and bold and fighters. And David's just a boy and he's out looking after sheep. And often the church is a bit like a David. You know, it doesn't look like one of the big players in the, in the neighbourhood. But it's a David because it's a giant killer. The Lord said, rise and anoint him. So this is the instruction to Samuel. This is the one. To the surprise of everybody, when David was finally called in, and it includes Samuel was surprised, this is the one that God has chosen. You know, the world can be really surprised. We could be really surprised looking around at one another. You know, if we were sitting in church right now, I'd tell you to turn and look at the person next to you, you know, and be surprised. Imagine them in your head. You know what many of us look like. So just imaginarily turn. Imaginarily? Uh, imagine and turn and look at a person and think, wow, God chose you? <laughs> so Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him. That's David in the presence of his brothers. Where was he anointing him? in his home, in his family. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David. Now, the story of David is one of warriors and uh, mighty warriors uh, sort of came alongside him. They were called the mighty men of valor. And this is why this oil is for the mighty men of valor. Whatever gender you are, this is for the mighty men of valor. And David was famous for having his... Um, mighty men of valor and one of those mighty men of valor was called Abishai you may not have heard him so much but I just want to tell you a little bit about Abishai because the anointing that we're releasing tonight I believe is involved in all of this but it's also like an Abishai anointing so let me tell you very briefly, I wish we had time to go into all the stories. You can read them up for yourselves. You're sort of looking at 1 Samuel 16 onwards. Uh, and Abishai, he, he was like this amazing guy. And with David, for example, he sneaked into Saul's camp, uh, huge, huge risk, and stole a spear and some water from the king. Huge risk. Very daring guy. 
he also, uh, Abishai, this is, saved David from the giant Philistine who was called Ishbi Ben-Nob. Now, I, you know, that was a name new to me as I was reading this up, Ishbi Ben-Nob. But the giant Philistine, Goliath, wasn't the only one, you know. And uh, But this time, Abishai saved David from the giant. Another time, he killed loads of men with a spear just in a, in a huge battle, ferociously, heroically fighting. And he was the guy with David, if you know this story. Uh, there's a story of when David says, oh, I'd love some water from my well at home. And he's kind of just expressing a heartfelt desire. But two of his guys, <clears throat> I think it's two, dash off to go and get this water at great risk to themselves. One of those guys was Abishai. Now, what I'm about to say next might surprise you. Because this is often taken in a negative context. So bear with me and listen for a few minutes. Because Abishai, how, does, how can we relate to him right now? I mean, you're not going to go out and kill 300 people, which is the number of men he killed with a spear. Uh, and you're probably not going to go and steal a spear from this king. But Abishai was a yes man. Now, when we say someone is a yes man, we normally mean it in a negative way. We mean somebody that just says yes, 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 and doesn't doesn't think um, in the sense of they, they, they it's often in the context of working with a leader and you don't give the leader any good feedback or understanding. You just say yes. Even when you know something's wrong, you, you just say, yeah, 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 yeah. OK, so this is not that kind of a yes man it can be very easily confused but in as we go out of lockdown we are going to need people that say yes to the holy spirit not oh that's a bit difficult oh that's hard oh we've never done that before listen there's going to be a lot of we've never done that before we've never done this before well we've done this but not this we've done lots of this is but anyway um Coming out of lockdown, we're going to need people that say yes to the Holy Spirit. And sometimes that means we say yes to those who we work with who are in leadership over us. Not a yes man, but a yes, yes, we can get that done. That was the key thing with Abishai. He, 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 when he sneaked into Saul's camp to get this spear, it was like, yeah, we can do that. It was an impossible task. How on earth was this going to happen? And yet here he is saying, yep, yep, we can do that. He's not a yes man. He's, he, he's a yes man, we can do this. And we're going to need a church that is full of yes men. Yes to the Lord, yes to the Holy Spirit. But that also means yes to leadership at times where we embrace it. And we think, yes, we've got to do this. We've got to make this possible. We, we, you know, whether it's a house church leader or whether, it, whether it's me as the senior leader of this church says, we're going to do this. You're thinking, well, I trust that Paul has heard God. Unless you've got something definite that you want to question or you see a definite flaw in it what you're thinking is yes okay he's heard god so it must be possible how do we find we'll find the solution and you 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 act on faith that's impossible we can't, we can't do that you know we looked at doing live streaming some time ago and generally speaking it was impossible so suddenly as we went into lockdown we were doing live streaming in three or four days because i was surrounded by yes people people who just said yes okay we'll make this work and we've got to do that coming out of lockdown there's going to be some difficult things we have to sort 
But we've got to be a group of people that say yes, because we are together in it. And part of the refresh that God is doing is that we will be these mighty men of valor that say, yes, Lord, we're going to do that. OK, it's now time to pray for one another. So let me uh, let me just explain how that is going to happen. OK, because we want to do this. So find your anointing oil if you've got it handy. Uh, if you haven't grabbed yourself some sort of cloth or tissue, that might be useful. You don't want to end up with oil all over your furniture or your iPad or, or your computer. Um, but I did say this morning, maybe you will put some dabs of oil on your iPad because there are people that you might want to pray for tonight that are not with you right now. OK, and that's going to be really important that you can do that. So what you can do is you, as I said, maybe find a picture on the iPad and just put a little dab of oil on the screen. I mean, be careful. You know, you don't want to get oil inside your computers or anything that would cause you issues and problems um, or a photograph. Or if you've got none of those handy right now, just write their name on a piece of paper and you can anoint the piece of paper. You say, well, this all sounds a bit strange. Yeah, well, it was strange when Paul handed out pieces of cloth and axe and they laid it on people uh, and they got healed. OK, so don't worry about it being a little bit strange. It's all about activating faith in God. OK, so we are going to lay hands. Now, I think it's important if you're on your own, you start with yourself. And if you're with others, you can still start with yourself, but then anoint and pray for each other. And just as God was out of the blue, I wasn't expecting it, uh, giving me prophetic words earlier this evening. Expect words for one another. And if you get them, write them down. Maybe you can even tap the record function on your phone and, re and record it because God is breaking the silence. OK, God is breaking the silence. So you just take some oil and you can place it on your fingers. And the best thing to do normally is just put it on people's forehead. Some people like to make the sign of a cross. You don't have to do that. That's just a, a again, you're thinking this is prayer is by the mercy of Christ. Um, of what he obtained for me on the cross on the cross and by the grace that has enabled me to pray for you by that cross that's all it is it's there's nothing magic in making a sign of the cross it's faith in Jesus Christ and what he has achieved on the cross that is important okay so let's just jump back before we pray because i want to remind you of the key things and i'm going to give you a picture to have in your mind as we do this, because I don't want you to, I feel, I don't know why God gave it to me in this way, but God said, I don't want you to give people words. I want you to give them pictures. Okay. So here's the key things. All the mighty men of valor and all that and the cinnamon is important, but here are the key things. Firstly, there's the entering the open door or the heavenly portal. That's something that's going to happen in our households. So we're anointing one another that we would go through that heavenly portal together, separate in different places around the world, but together in the spirit right now, but also together in our households. OK, so the first one is entering the open door. So the picture is you just see this absolutely amazing door because it is a heavenly portal. This absolutely amazing door just opening up. Your door can look like whatever you want it to look like. OK, just see a door opening. OK, got that? Thank you. 
the next bit is this, and this is really key. This this is this is breakthrough tonight. Let the silence be broken. From that word in Revelation 4, verse 1. Let the silence be broken. It's going to be an unblocking of ears. There's going to be heart revelation coming to people that haven't had it for ages. Obviously, you'll need to spend time with him, but actually God's going to surprise you when you're out walking. God's going to surprise you when you're doing shopping. God's going to surprise you if you're catching up on some DIY at home. But you will need to spend time with him and focused on him as well. Let the silence be broken. Now, what I want you to what God gave me for this, and it must be speaking to some specific people in some way, is remember the door. Okay, and behind the door is an absolutely beautiful crystal glass vase. Okay, just see a beautiful vase right now. Some of you might struggle with that more than others, but don't worry about it. A beautiful vase. Okay, you got it. And what I want you to see is that as the door opens, it knocks the vase and it smashes. This is let the silence be broken. The door opens in silence and it smashes this vase. Because we are coming into, this is the church refresh, remember? Here and uh, We're going to hear and experience God in a fresh way. So the next part of the picture is that the vase is smashed on the floor, but then as you sort of look up, it's been completely renewed. It is a new, in the Greek sense of the new word new, it is a renewed, refreshed vase. And now it looks even more beautiful. And you realize that the breaking was, the breaking was needed. The breaking had to happen. This, a lot of you have been breaking. But the breaking had to happen. But what is new is even more beautiful. So the door opens. Enter the open door. It smashes the glass vase. Let the silence be broken. Then it's renewed. Hear and experience God afresh. And then it set this vase on a beautiful display, which is to come up here into the presence of God. It's lifted up. And it's made even more beautiful and more amazing by being set on just this incredible display. Come up here. And I will show you what must happen next. So as you pray for one another, there's a door which smashes the vase. But then it is renewed more beautiful than ever before. And it is set way up on a beautiful display. And then God says, and I will show you what must happen next. This isn't about a vase. Experiences may shatter us, but we are renewed and we're more glorious, more splendid. This is why the word of God says we are being transfigured or transformed from glory to glory. Because this isn't just about displaying something. This is about being equipped for what God has in making his name glorious in our towns and villages and cities across this nation. Okay, that's what we're going to pray for as we anoint one another. What's going to happen in a minute as we go into, into prayer is I'm just going to uh, run um, a video with some music playing. Uh, the video is just lots of pictures 
um, from past uh, this event. So don't get too distracted by seeing yourself, but it needs to be something happening on the screen and the music will just help keep us focused on prayer. We're not going to spend a long time doing this. So don't, you know, you've got to be, you just got to get on and do it. You know, don't take ages and ages and ages. Though, of course, you can carry on doing this after we finish. No trouble at all. Uh, but for this moment, that's what you're going to be doing. A door opens. It smashes the vase. Let the silence be broken. But then it is beautiful and it's renewed even more as we come to church. We, we, we experience God afresh and that it is set up on a high display because we are coming up here and in, ascend into this realm, it said in the Passion Translation. We are going up into the presence of God because God must show us, us as individuals, what we must do next. Okay, let's spend some time praying for one another. Probably only about five minutes, so don't take a long time. Bless you. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, as we pray right now, we're releasing blessing and anointing over the people of God. Father, thank you that a fresh door is open to us right now. Father, we come through that door. And Father, I thank you that the silence is broken. We're coming into a time where we as the people of God hear you more accurately and more clearly. Yes, we'll test it by the word. Yes, we'll test it by your spirit. Yes, we will test it by sharing it with our companions and with our leaders. And Father, we thank you for a whole new fresh ability to hear from you. And we thank you, Father, that we will hear and experience God afresh. The vase is renewed. And then, Father, we hear you saying to us, come up here. Ascend into this realm. Father, that we will be placed upon high with you. That we encounter you. That we experience you. Even in We've been blessed with some amazing experiences of God. But, Lord, we thank you that you are taking us into an even deeper place where you must show us, where you will show us, because you have promised what must happen next. Hallelujah. I'll leave you to pray now. God bless you.
thank you for anointing us this evening. We thank you for anointing us tonight. Father, we thank you for what you're doing amongst us this evening. Father, even as we look back on all these memories of the things you've been building into our lives, many of us through coming to different this events. But now it's not just looking back and thanking God, but looking forward and seeing that things will not be the same again. I mean, I hope, church, from the bottom of my heart that we'll have the opportunity to do this 2021. Paul and Sue Manwaring are actually uh, technically booked for that, even now. Oh, Paul and Sue have just come up. Praise God. There you go. But, Father, do you remember that last year? I think this was last year when we were all praying for one another in that prophetic prayer time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that release tonight. Thank you, Father. The Lord has done a deep work in us. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your presence here tonight. And thank you, uh, everybody out there, for for coming and being here this evening. Hallelujah. It's been great to have you as part of this. It's uh, it's now looking pretty dark outside. It's looking like that, in fact, just outside my window here. Uh, but it is um, this is only part of what God is doing over this weekend. So as we just come to wrapping this up right now, uh, I just want to leave you with a sense of be ready because God hasn't finished speaking to us. Okay, there's going to be a lot more in the morning. Don't miss tomorrow morning. Uh, the live stream, um, well, the service starts at 11. The live stream will start 15 minutes or so earlier. Come on early and you can, um, you can, you know, talk to one another like this is up here. I take, just take a, a few of the comments and, and put them up. Not really during the worship, because I think that can be a little bit distracting, just the odd one or two sometimes. I'm usually just lost worshipping myself, so I'm not really reading them. But um, it's just good at different times because it, it's it's just a way of engaging together. Of course, we have a real engagement because we use this system um, on the Tuesday Q&A as well. So um, I'm looking forward to that as well. I hope some of you guys that have... Uh, been part of this and have been part of this evening uh, we'll be able to join the q a uh, as well on tuesday but i'm afraid that is about it for this evening we've been on air for a couple of hours including the uh, initial advert stream at the beginning so that's a, a pretty decent live stream we've had a lot of viewers tonight so thank you for that final youtube -y bit don't forget to like the video if you haven't i thank you for the 23 people that have already done a like I can see that at the top of the screen there. Uh, if you like what's coming out from Light to North, Kingdom Faith, Yorkshire, then please subscribe to us. It makes a big difference in YouTube putting the video out for other people to see. Uh, and if you want to be notified when new things go up, you have to click the bell. OK, God bless you, everybody. Let's go out with our church outro. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.